0: Dr. Carol Isom Barnes, Leadership and Change Consultant and owner of Experience Leadership. Thank you for joining us on the career couch with Dr. Carol and friends. This is the last episode in the series, Getting Unstuck, When You Dream of Quitting Every Day. I'm glad you're here with my friend, Adenola Adeshola and me as we discuss how to quit a job. Adenola is the millennial founder and owner of Employee Redefined, and also a writer for Forbes magazine on career and workplace topics. I hope you don't mind, Adanola, that I identified you as a millennial founder. Um, I only do so because it's very impressive that you're a young person, you're courageous, and you're successful in pursuing and achieving such a status at a youthful age. So welcome.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Happy to be back. In episodes one, two, three of this series, we focus on the way you, as a millennial career strategist, work primarily with high-achieving millennial employees and other generations uh, to change their careers. And you know, as we talk about this particular episode, we're talking about how to quit a job, and when I thought about this episode, it reminded me of a time When I was managing a team years ago, when I had this difficult employee, she was always late. She was always on warning, and then one day she just went to lunch and never returned. And that, you know, that was her version of actually quitting. And I remember thinking, you know, at the time, who does that? (laughs) You know, and and I thought I'll never give you a good reference. And you know, this was back in the. Back in the day when managers could actually give references, uh, recruiters would call and ask for a reference on the person, and you could actually speak to the company and give a reference, unlike today, where they do a lot of just dates and titles, but you know, even with that, you know, word gets around about whether or not a candidate is a good potential hire. And people always know people who are willing to share information on you. And I guess I should have been glad that she was gone. (laughs) And I was glad that she was Uh gone. But a two weeks notice would have been nice. It would have been professional. It would not have put pressure on the team or even on me to cover her work. And so I've seen a lot of unusual ways that people have quit their jobs especially recently have you seen the crest commercial where the young lady says something like cake in the conference room <laughs> and she has cake she has a cake with the words on it i quit as she announces her bakery business have you seen that yeah, i <laughs> did see that <laughs> and so what are your thoughts on people who who try to be creative and do things like that or dance goodbye with a theme song. I don't think that that's
1: necessary. Honestly, I think that you're a professional first. And I think that it's cute and trendy maybe for social media to be like that. But your career, especially not even just as a millennial, but I will say with millennials, you have a long career ahead of you and there's no need to be creative now when it comes to quitting because You have a reputation to uphold. You are your brand. And when you rot your brand, then you're essentially limiting your career. And so I just don't think that you need to be creative when you quit. quit. I think you should be professional and just get out of there (laughs) at the appropriate time.
0: (laughs) So then what I agree with you. So what does professional quitting look like? What's the best way to quit a job?
1: So I recommend keeping it short and sweet. I think that you do not need to, a lot of times people feel like, especially when they've been at a company for so long, that they have to give all the details and nuances to why they're leaving and what that looks like for them. But I think they need to keep it short and sweet, sweet in the sense of like, let focus on the results that you brought and how excited you are about the time you've spent there and the fact that you're leaving. I think that it's important to also tell your manager in person, have a quick conversation with your manager and just say, you know, I have decided I've, you know, I'm going to be leaving this position in lieu of the career growth that I'm going to be able to achieve in this next opportunity. You don't have to give a speech. You don't have to sound like you're s- sorry for yourself or sorry for them. Just give the facts that you're leaving and put in a two week notice. And then from there, I recommend sending an email. Just giving it, put it in, in paper, you know, that you're leaving. And obviously, you're probably going to connect with HR because of the other things that you need to facilitate. But just send an email maybe to the whole team or the people that you work with and just make it very clear. Make it positive again, like how you've enjoyed your time there, how you are appreciative of the things that you've been able to do there. And you're going to be leaving your last day of such and such. Keep it short and sweet. And then I, I say the last thing that I recommend doing is having a conversation with your mentors or allies who you've built relationships working there with, and even your coworkers who you enjoyed having um, conversations with while working there. And tell them, you know, like you're leaving, this is how you can contact me, follow me, or connect with me on LinkedIn. Here's my email if you don't already have those things, your personal email, and just keep it really professional. And positive. and I think that's it. That's all you need to do. You don't need to do more than that. Make sure that they know when you're leaving, when to expect your last day to be, and then tell them how much you appreciated your time there, even if you didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you talked about two weeks. And so I had a conversation with someone this week about that, knowing that we were going to have this podcast. Mm-hmm. And in in some cases, is two weeks not enough? Because we had different opinions about what was acceptable. And in industries that I have been in, yes, people quit in two weeks. Right, That's like, to me, that's minimum. Right, right, right. But if I were to give notice personally, Mm -hmm. I would try to do at least three weeks if I really like the job, maybe even more if I really like the people and like the job. And I could do that. Right. right. And if it was a place where I thought I didn't advance and promotions passed me by and all of that, I probably would still do two to three weeks. Right. And so the conversation I had is what is acceptable in this three weeks, just old fashioned thinking on my part.
1: So here's how I think about it, because even within those two weeks, I think that if you want to really leave a good mark without burning any bridges, I always recommend having a good Exit like the way that you leave, you want to prepare the next person to do your job just as well. Absolutely, right. So, when you're leaving within those two weeks, you should be preparing maybe documents or preparing processes that maybe you created that are going to come that are going to allow the next person to come in and just pick up exactly where you left off. And so, if you're thinking about it that way, I think that the I think that the higher you are in your career, so maybe you are a, a senior executive or you are really big, your role is really big on strategy and be, without you, as they're looking for a new person, they're probably going to be left without that expertise that you bring to the table. I think the higher you are, then that's only you can consider maybe staying, having a three-week time slot for how quickly you're going to leave, like a three-week notice. I think that the longest should be Three to four weeks. I think anything after that, you don't want to leave. Like, do you not want to leave the job? Yeah, like, I, agree. I agree. I <laughs> agree. So, so I think that I think that you can get into the niceties of giving it longer than two weeks, but I think that after that three to four week mark, you need to tell them like. You, and I think whatever you decide, whether you decide to do three or four or two. You should be the one telling them this is going to be my last day and already make that decision for yourself so that when you do go into that job, And tell them that you're leaving. No one is kind of pushing your boundaries further than where you're willing for them to go, because you have that happen sometimes where you're telling your manager you're leaving. They're like, "Well, no. Well, how long can you stay?" Or all that's kind of all those kind of things. So it's important for you to kind of know what your boundaries are, so that whatever that looks like, you can say, "This is how long I want to stay. This is when I'm leaving." Whether that's two, three, or four weeks. But then I think that you also have to consider the other company that you're going to. How long are they willing to, uh, you know, not really allow, but how long? long are they willing to wait until you actually start that job I mean I've had clients who have started a month later six weeks later um, after they got the job offer just due to the situation and maybe the company doesn't need them until that time frame Um, but it's important to have those conversations with your company your new company first before even deciding how long you're willing to even wait for that current position that you're in right now
0: I agree. And I do think a lot of it is driven by the, you know, the new company, of course, if they've just hired you, they want you now because they have a need. Right. And so they're trying to fulfill that need as quickly as they possibly can. And on the other hand, you know, if, you, if you're if you leaving a company that has been, you know, a great company, but it's just a better opportunity somewhere else, you know, this. you also want to be in a position where you're training That the next person that's coming along or leaving them in a better position because you're leaving without a gap,
1: right? You know,
0: and helping—in other words, helping that transition. And oftentimes, you know, two weeks just doesn't do that because if you give them the notice and you're leaving in two weeks, they've got to put a requisition in, they've got to do a search, so that new person hasn't even started and may not even be starting for a while.
1: However, I wouldn't—I would add though—I wouldn't worry too much what they're going to do because you're leaving. Because I mean, think about it when you get laid off or if they need you to get out of there, they're going to, you're going to you're going to pack your things. You're going to go and they're going to figure it out regardless of you leaving them a success plan. So I think that there's like a fine line because I know that there's some people, some people who like me, I'm a recovering people pleaser that you can be like, Oh no, like what are they going to do without me if I leave? And so then you kind of start committing yourself to exercising more time and things that you probably don't need to do because if the shoe was the other way around and they needed you to get out of there, you know they're going to get you out of there and figure it out. And then the other thing I would say is that even with the, the new company, I, for people who feel like, because there are new companies who are like, well, we need you to start right away. And that's I think right. that that's important to have those conversations too if you don't feel comfortable starting right away because if you do, know that you want to give those two that two week notice out of courtesy for your current company, then I think that you need to tell that new company, I would like to honor the two weeks notice that my company, you know, usually typically upholds. And, and say it in a way that's like, I know I want to do this because I know that I would want to offer that same respect to you should I be in that situation later down the line. But I think that's important to have, you know, again, know what your boundaries are, know what you want to do, but don't let anyone kind of push you into a corner Either way, your new company or your old company.
0: <laughs> yeah, And, you know, and oftentimes, you know, I have been in situations where I've given notice and, you know, like I'll say three weeks. And because of the type of position that it was in financial services, it was, well, you know, we have to take you off of our systems now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can leave now. Well, we're going to go ahead and pay you for that three weeks, mm-hmm. but we can no longer have you here in this space. Space, you know, because of of risk, and you hope for that. Which is true, yeah. Yeah, you you bring a box in your trunk, and you hope that they say that. (laughs) Just go ahead and take that vacation time that you missed. (laughs) Yeah, you bring an extra box to work that day. You already have prepared the files you want to keep for. But you know what, and and that's a very good point because I would say that's a. As we talk about ways to quit, I think before you give your notice. Think about casually moving the work that you've worked on, because once you give your notice, in a, in a lot of cases, you will be locked out of out of the system. Absolutely. Now, I don't think you want to be blatant and all of a sudden start taking all your pictures off your desk and getting <laughs> clues, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, ahead of, you know, a, a week ahead of time. But, you know, you may want to start moving things that you know that you're going to need that things that you've worked on or projects that you may need to have to demonstrate work that you have done in the past going forward. You know, I think that's, to me, that's part of the process in quitting. I
1: think so too. I think that when it comes to quitting, even before you quit, you need to prepare everything as if that's going to be your last day just in case, because if they tell you, you know, hand over your laptop today because we need to make sure that I can keep our confidential things confidential, And you don't and you wanted to take some of your prize to work with you, then you're going to be out of luck. And so I always say, like you said, like, make sure you have those things prepared so that if that happens, you don't feel like you've lost something because you said something too soon in your eyes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then don't tell your colleagues about your plans before you tell your manager. A lot of times people will tell their friend or their colleagues that I'm, I'm quitting and then the manager knows ahead of time. Keep that to yourself. If for no other reason other than just pure perfectionism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And to stop any rumors about why you're leaving or how you're leaving, like I think when you're leaving, your main goal should be to not burn any bridges because I've seen too many people leave. And next thing you know, it's like, you've just torn, you just created a whole fire that didn't need to be there. You know, that wasn't even there before you decided you were going to leave. And so I think it's so important to, you only have a few, it's only a few more moments before the cat is out of the bag. So keep it. I remember with, with me, like it was so awkward too, because I knew I had this news and a lot of time you have to decide when you get the offer? How quickly are you going to tell your manager? Should you wait? And I knew for myself, like, okay, I was going to tell for this particular situation. I was like, I'm going to tell them at the end of the day because I just felt like it's going to be so awkward if I go into the day telling them right when I get there and it was so weird because I knew I had this news but I didn't want to tell anyone I was keeping it to myself but it worked out for the best because I went and told you know the senior leadership who I had reported to then I told the manager after me right after and there was no miscommunication everybody knew and then I was able to go in the next day telling everyone else knowing that everyone who were the decisions ma- decision makers at the company knew that I was going to be leaving. And so I think that's the best way to go about it. You don't want any kind of weirdness, awkwardness, especially in your last two weeks. I mean, some of it can't be prevented. But but what you can prevent, do your best to prevent it.
0: I think also finishing strong. And so maintaining your productivity and your motivation It's going to, you know, prove to the people that you work with that you're responsible and you're an accountable professional because you may have to come back. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and you want to leave a strong impression because they talk about how we have a as humans, we have what they call recency bias, where we remember and emphasize the most recent observation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, you know, about people more than the ones that were in the near or distant past. Right. And so, you want people to remember you in a positive light. And I know, in you know, financial services especially here in Charlotte, North Carolina, the two biggest banks are Bank of America and Wells Fargo. And so people are constantly going back and forth between the two. So maybe you work for Bank of America for 10 years, right. and Then you, leave, you go to Wells Fargo for two, and then you go back and get more money by going back to your old department. Again, they just go back and forth. Right. And, back yeah. and, forth. and so everyone knows each other. Right. You and know, that happens
1: and they, a lot too, even in like the yeah. PR industry that I was coming from. So I think my whole thing is like, like you said, like leave a place better than you found it. You know, because you never know one where those other people are going to be. You could leave that company and then later find out that the other person left that company and went to somewhere else. And because you have a great relationship, but I have a great fond memory of the work you did, then you're now connecting with them on that level of the value they know you can bring. And so it's like, you never know,
0: you know, so don't burn any bridge. <laughs> That's true. And then, they, and then they could come over to where you're working and be your boss.
1: Exactly. You never yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. So you don't want to slack off, you know, in your final weeks. And you just want to show you, that you're you're dedicated and you're engaged at work, even though you you know that you're going to be moving on to a new role, you know. And I like you know you, some things that you say, you know, quit in person, don't send text, don't send an email. Like you may send an email as your resignation letter, but first quit in person, in person right. and then follow up with your two weeks, you know, notice at least your two weeks notice, mm-hmm. you know, letter. Um, train your replacement when you can express gratitude to the people who have been your your mentors people who have helped you you know along the way just leave gracefully don't start blasting people I'm leaving because this person's not a you know a great manager <laughs> right and I know someone who was quitting last year and the manager said well is there anything that I can do to keep you here and person's, you know, comment was, well, you could leave, Ooh. um, you know, so, I mean, don't do those things. Yeah, do not do that.
1: Everything you know you on TV about how people quit, do not do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I totally agree. You know, you just don't want to, again, you don't want to give any indications that you're, you're moving on and you don't want to leave a bad taste in that person's mouth are there any trends that you are seeing as people are preparing to leave their jobs or at, 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 and how they're quitting or the process?
1: I would say, well, in my personal opinion, because I am a fan of keeping it professional, short and cute, you know, I, I, I don't even notice any of those trends as far as like those creative ways to do it. It just, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And so I think that personally when it comes to quitting, There really shouldn't be any trends other than doing it in a way that's professional, that's considerate. And that, like, honestly, for me, it's like, you want people to leave. You want to leave and people are like, wow, maybe we should have done a better job of retaining her. You know, like, or maybe we should have done Mm -hmm. a better job of, you know, keeping them here. And anything that's going to derail from leaving them with that thought, you probably shouldn't be doing, no matter what the trend may seem like. Text messages, being rude or giving a whole laundry list of all the reasons why you really hated that job and that's why you're leaving or rubbing it in their face that they're going you're going to the competitor whatever it is like I think that that shouldn't be the forefront because you want them to feel like we had a good thing having this person here opposed to thank god they're gone
0: yeah and that you made me think of something and and you know even after you're gone and you started your new job don't go on the internet or social media and start saying negative things about the company that you left. Exactly. And I, and I I see people doing that as well.
1: Exactly. And it's wrong because if your current employer catches whiff of that, then it's like, they will not feel at risk of that happening to them if they don't provide a also provide a great experience. And so you don't want them to even feel that kind of feeling towards you either. So it's just like, keep it cute, (laughs) keep it cute, keep it short and sweet.
0: (laughs) And so now that we're, we're right in the midst of, of COVID and we, you know, we don't really see the end in sight in many of our states for people who are thinking of quitting now in the midst of COVID, is it better to remain still or continue to pursue an opportunity? Should, should they make looking for an opportunity still a priority as they are feeling unstuck and they were already unstuck and then COVID came?
1: Yeah, I think that you should. I mean, I have clients who are still landing interviews, who are still moving forward, and I think the it's better, I think The it's better to just think about how are you making that change? And one, you don't have to quit your job to look for a new job. So you can stay in your job, still provide excellent work, still be a high performer and still look for a new position so that you are doing both and allowing yourself to have both opportunities. And I think that the better thing to think about is where are you trying to go? Like making sure that if you are leaving, you're going to a place that is growing during this time. Because there are tons of companies that are experiencing great growth, even in the middle of this pandemic. And so, and tons of industries. There are industries that aren't doing as well and there are industries that are thriving. And so really learning if you are looking to make that change, how to best pivot in a way that's going to help you have, Growth and move you forward, opposed to just making an abrupt change to a place where you haven't really, you're not really sure of what's to come from there. And I mean, obviously, there's always a level of uncertainty when you're making a change in your career. Um, but I think that it's important to do your, at this time in the pandemic, it's really important that each person is doing their due diligence to make sure that you're going to a place that is better rather than just making a change and feel like you're getting a new job with the same problems or you're getting a new job and you're. I risk of leaving or being laid off, or any of those kind of things.
0: Great, you know, quitting—it's a standard part of the working world. And just because quitting is normal, it's still easy for people, you know, to ruffle some fe- feathers during that resignation process. Mm-hmm. And what we've talked about here also is that news travels fast mm-hmm. in professional networks, and if you do this the wrong way. You could taint your reputation. It could also prevent you from getting the job that you got the offer on, depending on how you do that. So you spend all this time interviewing for a job and then taint your reputation, and it could prevent you from moving into the job that you planned on having. And so, like you said, you don't want to burn any bridges, so you want to resign gracefully, And just professionally, you want to maintain relationships and make your next career move very smooth. And so, Adanola, I want to thank you for supporting this series on getting unstuck when you dream of quitting every day. I wish you personally continued success with your business, and I hope to have the opportunity to work with you in the future.
1: Thank you so much. This was so fun having these conversations. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Um, Please remind my listeners where they can contact you or get more information on Employee Redefined.
1: Yes. So you can go to employeeredefined.com. If you're interested in learning how to work with me, you can just hit the Let's Talk page and schedule a call for us to chat.
0: Wonderful. Well, Adanola, this has been a true pleasure. And for my listeners, thank you for joining us once again. Tune in next week for a very new series, If you enjoyed the show, please let me know. I'm Dr. Carol Isom Barnes, and I can be reached at carol at experienceleadership.com. Thank you, Adanola.